Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. Today is episode 121. Where we're going to be discussing Saudi Arabia and the threat it poses to the global football landscape. Now, this will be a bit more of a discussion today about overall our thoughts, our opinions on Saudi Arabia and how they could impact football. We're also going to be looking at some examples of leagues in the past that have failed to do this same sort of, failed to have the same sort of impact that Saudi are looking to achieve. And just a general discussion about the threat it poses. So I think we'll start with the current situation. That makes the most sense to start with what's going on now and then look at hypotheticals. So obviously we've seen the last few weeks a lot of transfers, a lot of players going to Saudi Arabia, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's, it's interesting. I mean, the biggest names in world football are heading over, are heading over to the Saudi League. Was you know obviously, obviously Ronaldo is probably the first major one. I mean obviously undoubtedly nearly you know, probably one of the greatest players of all time. You know, making a move yeah. to a league like Saudi, Benzema then followed. And, Which you know, is the face of football, you could argue. Yeah, and then you see links with like Zaha and Kante mm-hmm. and Modric and you know, loads of world class players. Well, Modric has <clears throat> come out and said he won't go. Obviously Lewandowski has said he won't move to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Lionel Messi over. Said he well, he moved into Miami, didn't yeah. he? Of course, instead of going to Al Hilal. So a lot of people rejecting moves to Saudi Arabia. A lot of people deciding not to move to Saudi Arabia, but they are ultimately still going to have a sway over a lot of people. Ngolo Kante, his move to Al Ittihad seems to be all but complete. So even the most wholesome players are taking the plunge and moving to Saudi Arabia, but with the amount of money that they are offering, it's hard to blame them. Some may argue, but I would say. No matter how much money you're being offered, it is still morally wrong. But I oh, guess yeah. well, it depends. Obviously, if they have no morals or they don't believe that the Saudi government yeah, is it's just, is wrong or their regime is bad, then I guess that's fine by them. But it, it's weird because I thought someone like Kante wouldn't go. I you think though, a nice I th- person. I th- yeah, but I think what's sa- the the situation for Kante is he would look at it and he would look at the good he can do with that amount of money because mm. ultimately that money's going to be spent somewhere and if it's spent on him who can do good with it he'll be able to he'll sort of be able to believe it in himself that he is going to do better with it than the yeah. people who currently have the money so i guess you can make some moral justifications do some backflips in your head to try and justify it to yourself yeah. but ultimately you are taking money off of one of the most horrific regimes in the world currently you're also funding it how well, the shirt, you know, but look when Ronaldo joined Al Nazir, the shirt sales, the media attention, all yeah. eyes were on Saudi, and the amount of money that had made them with all the sponsorships, as I said, the shirt sales, all that money steaming in, well, you're just piling in more and more money for an already but, massively rich. Well, Saudi people. don't need money, and sponsorships haven't really been a big thing. Saudi ultimately are sitting on an endless supply of wealth. Run out unless we delete well, the the thing is, people say this, obviously, how they're the richest country. They actually sit at somewhere like, I think the sovereign state has the seventh largest wealth in the world. It's just that they are investing it in football. So any other country could do the same thing they're doing. And actually, the money that Saudi Arabia invests have, have in their sovereign state is, I think, about half of what Norway have. I believe Saudi Arabia have about 700 billion, whereas Norway are closer to 1.5 billion it's just that they decide to invest into into much better things such as a functioning healthcare system and 
well a fantastic society that Norway have and very different places. progressive prisons and all that sort of stuff and freedom of speech instead of football but you know fair enough we, yeah. if I ran a country I would probably also invest it into football so what are they doing well they are taking players from the major European leagues, offering a lot of money to come and play in Saudi Arabia. Obviously, that raises the profile of the league. That raises the reputation. That means that more players will want to join the Saudi league. Maybe more people will watch the Saudi league to see their favourite players. We certainly saw that impact with Ronaldo, of course. And I think if Messi had joined, that would have benefited, benefited the mass. And football went over. Yeah. If, if the two greatest players of all time, of, of the last two decades, had both moved to Saudi Arabia... That well, that's what they done. want to achieve, obviously, because you've got Al Hilal and you've got Al Nazir, both in the capital of Ridia, or Ridia, and if you have those two in those teams, you create this rivalry, this sort of faux rivalry between the two sides. That is what Saudi Arabia would have been looking to tap into to generate a lot more interest in the league. But I, I, the, the interesting thing for me is just, it was kind of um, a chain reaction as soon as Ronaldo went over there. Would this have all happened? Would everyone have gone over there? Ronaldo hasn't. Uh, I don't know, but I think him joining maybe. Did, you know, I also think to the public eye, you know, I I feel that Ronaldo joining, especially a lot of Ronaldo fans, they'll go, ah, oh, well this this must be good football. Ronaldo's joined. Oh, this must be a nice place. Ronaldo's gone there. I don't know. I think a lot of people aren't completely fooled by the illusion that Saudi Arabia is a. Stunning place to live, but you there, you could certainly make the argument that some people will see that and be influenced to believe Saudi to be a better place. But that is so. The next question on the board: Why are they doing it? And I think this is a question a lot of people have been asking recently. Now, a lot of people argue sports washing, which does make a lot of sense. If Saudi Arabia are, at, if when you hear the name Saudi, you think of football and you think of Ronaldo, you instead of thinking of killing journalists and beheading people. That's probably a bit better for the, yeah. the image of the country to have that on there to have that on the record. If football is the biggest thing, but yeah, you could argue that it's because obviously a lot of the players that are going over are becoming ambassadors for Saudi Arabia. We saw that. I mean, Messi was an ambassador anyway for the Saudi regime before he was even offered to join a club, and then obviously yeah. he turned that opportunity down. But yeah, that is sort. That is one theory, of course. It just, feel, it just feels like a big bully. Like they're they're going around doing this just because they've got not you know they've got the body weight behind them. Just because they're the rich people, that they're just going to throw themselves around and you know just bully yeah. everyone and just you know do what they want because they can. So like, you know a you know, big bully person, they just go around and throw their body around at people, knocking you know, yeah. knocking them over and bullying them just because they're you know they're bigger. I don't. Yeah, I think they. That makes some sense, but I don't know. I feel like a lot of entertainment. Well, they want to bring football to Saudi Arabia, which that is is obviously what they're claiming. And you can choose to believe that or not, that whether they do have the best intentions, it is just they want to bring football to Saudi Arabia, which is certainly a possibility because we saw it with China. Now, China have a dictatorship regime, obviously, I believe, is it Xi Luping? He's a big fan of football himself. He wanted to improve the standard of football in the country. So he went about it in the same way that every other league has tried to do it over the years and failed. But That league's collapsed now, hasn't it? Well, we'll get onto that in our next, in the next sort of 10 minutes. But yeah, in terms of the Saudi league, there is definitely the, op- the option that they are being true to it. And they do just want to see a good football, a good domestic football league. 
and the benefit of that is it does improve the image of the country, obviously. But yeah, it is impossible to know their truest intentions. Obviously, publicly, they are stating that it's all about the football. They just want to bring good football to Saudi Arabia and a good quality of domestic league. Ultimately, whether you choose to believe that, whether you do think that sports washing is up to you personally, I fail to believe they don't see the benefits to their country. I don't think that's stupid. Of bringing in football in terms of their image, but yeah, it, we've, we can't know their intentions. But yeah, up next then, the problem this creates for UEFA in the Premier League. What annoys me is no one can stop them. Yeah. Like the, no. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? You can't do anything. You can't be stopped. UEFA can't go, don't do that, because they're going to go, you have no control over us. No, 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 no. And they're not going to get political governments involved in this. You're not going to see Rishi Sunak having a go at Saudi Arabia over a bit of football money. But also, what could Rishi Sunak do? Like, what's, uh, he, what's he going to do? Uh, that's the thing. There's just no... I don't get really know how... Obviously, I know I'm not a massive person in terms of world politics or how the world works, but surely there is someone that is above Saudi Arabia that can stop them. What, America? Well, Who, no country, no country like, wants to stop. There's not anything that can... Because every other country benefits from Saudi Arabia. The UK have a massive oil deal with the Saudis. So do the US, I believe. So everyone benefits around the globe. So why would they stop it? And by, the, by Saudi investing big into football, there's every chance that then enters the, make the British income, obviously. And then we see that huge wealth come into the country, potentially through that avenue. So for the major governments, there is no prerogative to stop the Saudis. And for, foot, for the footballing governments, there is a big problem because... If, for, especially for UEFA, for the Premier League, they should be safe. Really, they don't. They're not. Saudi don't really pose a threat in the immediate future to the Premier League, and we'll get on to why in just a moment. But for UEFA, they've got a much bigger problem, obviously, because what if I start going off the Champions League? If suddenly one of the bigger leagues is outside of Europe, that poses a massive issue for UEFA because then there's less intrigue in UEFA competitions and people start wanting to see Saudi Arabian clubs competing with the Europe elite and then potentially we see a Super League can, type situation. Can UEFA and FIFA stop? So, also, I know they can't like, stop Saudi coming in, but can they stop players leaving? Could they put something in place? They could put an embargo not- on all of Saudi Arabia, but that would have may dire consequences one because it's completely unjustified you can't really what there's no well, reason I, I think you know, and two they shouldn't be allowed to host football in a country like that and two well you can't stop someone just hosting football because you don't agree with their regime it's just not physically possible no, but two Saudi Arabia would just start their own football league and that's worse for FIFA because then they are completely out of all guidelines and FIFA can have literally no control over them so they can do what they want it just feels a bit like I just have to sit here and watch it happen. But our next thing might bring you a little bit more joy because I think the situation has been blown massively out of proportion. People seem to think the Saudis are going to come in, spend a load of money, take all the best footballers and start their own mega league and no one's going to be able to compete. However, I don't see this being the case. The one thing the Saudis can't bring is history. You can't just create history out of thin air. There is no legacy in the Saudi League. So, 
for, for a lot of young footballers, there is no desire to go and play in Saudi Arabia. Now, of course, there will be a certain few. We saw that with the Chinese Super League players like Oscar, Paulinho, Diego Costa was even flirting with the move. Mm. People will make that move across. Alex Teixeira, of course, was linked with some of Europe's elite, yeah. went to the Chinese Super League for 50 million. But ultimately, there's not going to be enough players that want to do that. And I think as we look back in time, this way of building up football leagues hasn't always worked. This People have been trying to do this since the 1950s. Yeah, but I, I just feel that the amount of money they have blows away in history. Well, we'll look away. If, if young players come through... You know, but all all the play all their legends they've watched growing up have just gone over to play for Saudi, and they're joining like, you know, is there you know part of Premier League academy? You get there, it's like who's here? No one. I don't think that matters. I don't think player all the players just going. Also, I don't think there'll be a mass exodus. We haven't seen that yet, at least, and I don't think we will. I think it's long term. It's well, that's why I think it's important to look back at other leagues and where they failed and why this sort of model doesn't work. So. People have been trying to do this since the 1950s. It dates back to even the Colombian League decided to try it. They set up a football league outside of FIFA and they got some of the best players from Argentina, from Brazil, that? from Uruguay, because you can just start playing football. Just the same way you could start a seven-a-side league if you wanted to. But does FIFA not have... Surely FIFA have to be in control of the league. Why? That's ridiculous. How, why is it ridiculous? Well, it's football. So they, they are the head of the sport. Yeah, but I don't have to get permission if I want to go and have a kickabout, do I? I don't have to ring up no, Seth no, Blatter and say, excuse me. international... Yeah, but you can start. You can just play football, can't you? So they can do that, pay players and just start their own football league that's not controlled by FIFA, not in FIFA's jurisdiction. <laughs> no, I, I just think that's ridiculous. Why? How you can create a league, you can create a league outside of... That doesn't involve the head of the sport, but, how, but how do you, how do you pro- how do you propose then that FIFA? I don't really get your point. It's obviously you can just set up a football league. Well, if it's an international league, surely the head of the international, like the the head of the international football, should be part of that international league that you've just created. Why? Because it's an international. But you don't have to league. include them. That's obviously not a necessity that couldn't be enforced. But surely players leaving under leagues that are in FIFA, if they leave to join a different league, that's just, oh, I think that's mental. Well, FIFA did obviously ban a lot of people. So And a lot of the other, a lot of national sides banned players. So if you look back at the Colombian League in the 50s, players like Neil Franklin, Alfredo Di Stefano, who's one of the biggest names in world football, obviously won the Ballon d'Or. He went over there, Franklin went over there, and he was never allowed to represent England ever again. So players went over to... It's not that bad. They wanted to play football and they got paid a lot of money. But they went over there and that was the first sign. That fell apart quite quickly. And then we did see it again in the 80s was the biggest... The first big spring that a lot of people will talk about is the North American Soccer League. A lot of people... Well, remember... I mean, I don't personally, obviously, but... We're just calling it soccer, first of all. In the 80s, they did... They did invest a lot of money, America, into football. They brought players like Pele, Johan Cruyff, Franz Beckenbauer, and got them playing for American sides. Of course, this also failed. They tried this in the 80s. They pumped a lot of money in. There was a lot of early investment. Then all the investment sort of tapered off. Then they hit a load of financial ruin and debt, and everyone lost all their money. And then the league disbanded. So that that was obviously the first American attempt mm. at getting into football and... 
that ultimately didn't work. And we're already starting to see that just by signing loads of old players, you don't really create anything. And then, of course, an example that a lot of people remember is the CSL, the Chinese Super League. This came around, I believe, was it 2011 this was formed? Don't know. And we started to see signings in the years until... Well, obviously, we saw a lot of businesses get involved. So China told a lot of businesses, you've got to do this. You've got to invest in football. And they did. They went out and bought clubs. We saw clubs like West West Brom, Wolves, Inter Milan, AC Milan, all get a lot of investment from Chinese owners. We saw that the league started to have a lot more investment. They started buying players from abroad. We saw Oscar, of course, as we mentioned already in this video, players like Paulinho, Alex Teixeira, Hulk, of course, one of the faces of the league in the end. Ultimately, though, again, this failed. Investment tapered mm. off and they struggled to maintain it. And that's why mm. it failed. But also, for anyone that watched the Chinese Super League back then or tried to watch the Chinese Super League, there was an evident lack of quality amongst the native oh, players. Right. Players like Oscar and Hulk were just so dominant in that league and that ultimately meant that really there wasn't, there wasn't much competitiveness. It wasn't very excitingly to watch. And then you have the MLS as well, of course. They do a very similar thing and they've invested over the years in a lot of older players. Well, they've kind of done a bit Most of recently, Lionel Messi. We've seen a lot of um, young Americans come through and reach, make it into the European leagues, but they've come up through playing in America. But that, this is exactly how you build a domestic league. You have to. So it, MLS is starting to prove to be. An effective model. I think it's a decent league. I'd probably watch it if it wasn't at midnight. We probably will over the summer, so join us for some of those streams. But they invest a lot of money in these older players, got American interest in football up, and then now we're 20 years on from the MLS starting to come about, and there's a lot of young Americans coming through loving football. Obviously, it's a big country. There's a lot of opportunity to exploit there and then. Yeah, we're starting to see loads of players come through. We're also starting to see a lot of people just want to make that move to America. It's almost an aspiration for a lot of people. It would be a brilliant league if it was actually called football. I don't I don't think the fact it's called the Major Major League oh, Soccer is a massive problem. I but hate it. I it's think, a good league though, and I think they've got some it's it's, it's good I mean it's worked but obviously because they've gone about it in the right way. Yeah, and it's a very similar way to the way Saudi are going about it. But as we see, it does take time and the MLS hasn't taken over the world. It still ranks at about thirtieth, I would probably say it. An estimate I can't remember where it is in the FIFA rankings. Is the reason the first American league failed, the reason the Chinese league failed and you know, the MLS hasn't done as well as it could, is they lost their fight yeah, you know, they lost the financial backing. The MLS so, hasn't lost. Yeah, not the MLS but in terms of the other two. And, yeah. you know, MLS doesn't have infinite amounts of money to pump into it. Well, this is what I was going to say. The difference between those and the Saudis is what we'll touch no, on next. They'll never run out of money. They will money. run out of money. The when? They've got billions to spend. China didn't run out of money. China stopped investing. If China wanted a competitive domestic football league, they easily could have made one. Because they've got the money, they've got the capital, they simply decided to look elsewhere and invest their, their money elsewhere. Which... Fair enough. You know, you're in but country. How are they going to do that? Because what else have they got invested? It's hard to investing say. Healthcare. Well, they've got a lot of engi- massive engineering pro- projects and they're going to have to invest in healthcare if they're going to make their country a progressive, modern country that people are going to want to go and live in. Because, you know, you can't have people like Karim Benzema, Cristiano Ronaldo, living out there and then, you know, it's a completely... 
like yeah, desolate they're wasteland. They're building their own city. And obviously they're they're planning the dystopian city cube thing. You've probably seen that doing the rounds. It's it's an interesting project, but it's good. I think they are really pushing the engineering, the bounds of engineering, and the possibilities there. So that's something for them to invest in. But ultimately, it will a lot of Saudi success will come down to whether they stay in it for the long haul, because it's not going to be overnight. You are going to have to invest over the long term. I just don't see why they would back out but, though. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people didn't see why China would back out until they did. They were fully into football and then they just backed out. I do think, though, Saudi will stay in because it benefits them a lot more. China aren't bothered about their public image, whereas Saudi aren't a country esteemed in history and they're going to want to change that. I think China's public... um, What's the word? Image. Image is better. I don't think it's as bad as Saudi's. I mean, it's still not great. Yeah, I know. You've got not, a dictator in charge. Yeah, yeah, that's I know, not, it's not great. But I, I think, uh, you know, there's a bit of, I don't know, sense. A bit of, bit of sense, a bit more sensical. Is there? Well, it's better than Saudi. Saudi's just a complete nonsense. Why? Well, I, I don't know. It's brought to me that just the decisions and the way it's run is ridiculous. It's meant, like, how do you can mean? you think like that? What do you mean? How can you, you know, I mean, the World Cup was a brilliant example. I mean, I mean, I know that was Qatar, but you know, it's, it's to say, you know, just people just dying all the time, killing people. Why killing no, but people? None, none of that happened during the World Cup. Well, but not during the World Cup, but just in the country. They do seem to have a lot, a lot of, a lack of remorse towards the loss of human life. We'll agree with that. I do think that... The Saudi Arabian regime is very backwards. Well, people can't drive. Women can't drive. That is one problem with the Saudi Arabian ruling. Yeah, it's it's run by a few major, like what are they called, families, I royal they're families. Like, they've got a load it's of like them. Government is it? Just people. No, there is no. It's there a is no government. Family that are all related. To all forms of politics are banned. It is purely a sovereign state. I believe is the right term I don't really know. I don't know enough about politics I don't I, again I'm not massively educated on the Saudi Arabian situation I know obviously a little bit and you hear everything all you hear I from know the media, is but... that we shouldn't have footballers going over there we shouldn't have a big league over there but it's hard to say shouldn't they shouldn't they don't deserve it well that that comes down to the morals of life like well yeah shouldn't but I think if everyone's got a moral if people have got a moral compass then they shouldn't have one <laughs> if people have a moral compass, they shouldn't have one. No, 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 no sorry. If people have a moral compass, Saudi shouldn't have a league. Well, to have a league, that's imp- it's impossibility to say they shouldn't have a league. But it's interesting to see players going over there. I would agree with that. But it's not a lot you can do to stop them. They've got the money, and that is appealing to a lot of people. I just don't think. I, I just, I don't know. It's hard because I just don't think that should be possible in the world. It shouldn't be possible for one country. To just because they've got loads of money, just to buy all the footballers in the world, create their yeah. own league, and just do, try and dominate. That shouldn't be possible. Okay, well, I agree with you in that regards. Bit of a weird topic because it doesn't really like we. Okay, let's stop capitalism. It's impossible. But yeah, there's no there's no way to stop it. I don't really know how you would propose stopping Saudi Arabia being able to invest in football. Stopping in theory, yes, it, it shouldn't be possible for countries to just buy, buy all the best players. But is that not what the Premier League does? 
You've been stunned at a silence. We are on a podcast. No, no, yeah, no. But the Premier League do do that. That's a fully functional league where the country's actually run properly. What? What, what, you, what the fuck do you mean? What? The country's actually run properly. Well, we're actually nice to people. Are we? Yes. Because from what I see, the England is part far from perfect. And also, if we look back at when the football league was invented, the Situ- the society back then and the way it was run was not much better than Saudi. Well, that was back. That was back then. How long ago was that? Well, two hundred years ago. Two hundred years ago. I was saying, but uh, Saudi is still living two hundred years ago. Okay, maybe. But it's hard to. It's hard to say. It's like hard poor Ronaldo's to... wife. <laughs> what's she gonna do? Just sit in their villa. Probably. She can't go anywhere. Probably, probably gonna sit in their villa. And, you know, can, can she probably won't voice. spend a lot of time in Saudi Arabia. Well, so, well, and then, at that point, Ronaldo's be away nice to live at the moment. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a interesting topic. I think he makes some interesting points, but yeah, I don't really know how how you stop Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, why don't Saudi pose an immediate threat to the football landscape? Then, well, simply put, they can't attract the best young players in the world right now. Because if they could, they would have. Players like Jude well, Bellingham are out for transfer this summer. Players like Kylian Mbappe, they're not even, Saudi aren't even bothered by going for them because they know they have no realistic chance. And My worry that's is if that's for now. Who says in five years they keep investing, they well, will take those young players. Okay, if we see some young players join Saudi, then maybe start to worry. But right now, there is no... I don't see that happening. Yeah, there'll be a couple outliers, but they're well with the Chinese Super League. We won't see any... We won't see everyone move to Saudi Arabia. Put it that way. It's just, it's not, it's just not going to happen. I just think people might believe in the project more for some reason. Why? Because they've got because they don't they'll look at it and go, it's a much better. It's much better than China. No young right. player goes to Saudi right now. Not right now. That's what I'm saying. In a few years, if they've managed to buy exactly. enough top players, if mm. you've got you know really you know, no, the way that people players. do it is they'll go. A lot of young players will look at it now and go, "I'm not going to do that because that opportunity is still going to be there in 15 years to go and get my one last paycheck." There's no benefit to be doing now. I want to play in the but European sure, leagues. But Saudi will find a way, won't they, to change that? Uh, uh, to change How? people's minds. You can't oh, brainwash everyone. I mean, they well, they managed to brainwash the best in football. So no, they haven't brainwashed, brainwashed them. They've offered them a lot of money, well, and considering well, I, that they're under their well, career, money washing, sports washing is what it's called. But yeah, but that's not the reason that Ronaldo and Benzema are going to Saudi Arabia is because they're the fee is simply ridiculous, and they can't turn that down. I, I do, I don't know. I, I I just I mean, obviously in their eyes, is it? Yeah, that's up to them. But I just think. But we're saying a lot of players are also able to turn it down. As I say, I think it just depends on who you but are. But this is why Saudi Arabia will fail. Because yeah. if they got Messi, maybe there's a chance they make something. But Messi doesn't want exactly. to go. So Lewandowski, uh, Modric, Kane all turned them down. The Saudi Arabian League and Saudi Arabian model will, will just. It's relying on who footballers are and who they are. Because if you. Like, for me, personally, no amount of money will make me ever go to Saudi Arabia. You could give me a billion pounds, give me 400 billion pounds. The thing is, you say that, but I just don't believe you. I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't. So, it's just How much have they given Messi? It? They offered him 400 billion. And he managed to turn Per season down. for two years. Yeah. Oh, what, he turned down 400 billion? Something. No, 400 million, sorry, not 400 billion, obviously. 400, but Benzema couldn't do that. I believe. And nor could Ronaldo. And that's not because they're, no, that's because they're different people. 
And that's that's how the world works. Yeah. They were blinded by the money, Messi. But wasn't. also, Messi's still going to make a lot of money. It's not. But I don't. I seriously find it difficult to believe that you wouldn't accept that money. I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't. I wouldn't want to go. I wouldn't want to go there. I wouldn't want to it's impossible there. to say because obviously in this there. hypothetical situation you can go oh, I'm morally correct I'm morally just I'm not going to go there and in that situation yeah there is a good chance because I would say right now well, yeah no I wouldn't go but I can understand from their perspective why they would because that's a ridiculous amount of money and quite frankly what difference does it make if you as an individual choose to go because you're not contributing to the Saudi Arabian regime. Yes, of course, you I may have to when you become have... a mouthpiece for it for a couple of seasons, but I think you would be able to justify it to yourself but morally by saying is... that you are that you can do good with that. If, like, I don't know, a League Two defender went over, that, but for me... Why would that? Like, what, that no, no, wouldn't no, make no, much sense. No, but when you are Cristiano Ronaldo and you have so much of an influence over the world... Yeah, well, you this make, is, you make yeah. a huge statement by going over there, and a lot of because all those Ronaldo like, people who are genuinely in love with Ronaldo, they like adore him. They 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 look at that and go, yeah, that's fine, that's absolutely fine. He's made the right decision. Well, this is a big difference between the Saudi Arabian League and projects that have failed in the past is the caliber of players, because they've got arguably two of the greatest players of the last decade. They almost got the two greatest players potentially of all time. Well, and one of the greatest players of all time. Ronaldo, yeah, well, as you said, greatest player of all time. And I, I just, I've got to say, I've got to say now. Um, I've got to think. Uh, what was I saying? Ronaldo. But anyway, yeah. I, I just think that for him, I, th- I think it's a mental decision because he doesn't. This one, he doesn't need money. It's Cristiano Ronaldo, and him knowing his well, reputation, yeah, knowing his stature, knowing his stature. That's the thing. He's been greedy, and he's yeah, and he hasn't thought about it. His reputation. No, I think stature, he's very much thought he about it. Oh, I do. I I think it's ridiculous. That he's secured he his family's decision. wealth for the next ten generations. But he'd already at done least. that. Had he? Well, no, not ten generations, but at least probably five. He's he's made sure his family will never have to worry about money. No matter how bad the situation gets, they will never have money. Will never be concerned for them. That's why Oscar went to China. He cared about his family so much. I think I'd, I'd, it's hard to say Ronaldo. Maybe the personal affirmation he gets from receiving that much money is a motivating factor. It's impossible to say. I'm not. You can't go inside the brain of Cristiano Ronaldo. I'd love to. Brilliant. It would be interesting. Imagine I think that. to learn about his mentality would be fascinating. Over the last well, how many years did he live? Thirty-eight. Yeah. Wow. It would be an interesting. Discussion. If he wants to come on the podcast and talk about oh. why he's gone to Saudi Arabia, that would be amazing. But I don't think he's going to be popping along to the studio anytime soon. But I think it's... I don't want to sympathise with the players because I think ultimately by going over to Saudi Arabia, they are doing something which I wouldn't view as morally correct. However, I can sympathise with the fact that I, it is very difficult to turn down that much money because it is a ridiculous fee. It's a ridiculous amount of money just to play football. And I think I, if most people in the world are being honest with themselves, they take that money because it's very difficult but to see four hundred yes, million a year and fee, turn that down. But he'd have still got a mental amount of money in the, in America. He wouldn't have got the same. It's not. Oh, it's not, not, not the same. But he would still win relative to money. 
it would have been a massive figure. <laughs> What's relative to money? Well, mean? no, I don't want to say relative to the world, but in terms of just like actual money, it is an immense compared to it Saudi. It would have been a tiny figure, but compared to normal salaries, going to America would okay, have been yeah. a massive figure compared to the average person. But it depends how much, how big an influence you want to have. Because compared to Elon Musk, you have pennies. So it depends on what Ronaldo is seeking to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, as I said, I can't, I can't think like him, but from my point of view... You can't think like him. Ridiculous decision. I think you can put yourself in those shoes and understand how, for players like Kante, Benzema and obviously Ronaldo, it's very difficult to turn down that money. Because I think as much as you sit here today and go, oh, I'll turn it down, but I think I, if you're being I, honest with yourself, you'd yeah. struggle to turn down that much money. Not if I'm Cristiano Ronaldo. I think it, it, made, I more, it made more sense to me because I'm not that rich. Yeah. Whereas Ronaldo, also, I know he, as you said, he could secure his family for 10 such... generations. I think the money he already had would have given him at least another five generations. With the money I have right now, it won't even last me my whole lifetime, let alone any generations. Yeah, we're talking in circles now, but yeah. There's some general thoughts on the Saudi League. Of course, get your comments down below if you're watching on YouTube. We want to hear from you guys. I think it's an interesting conversation to be had. Ultimately, uh, in terms of our personal opinions, I think we've made it quite clear we don't agree no. with the Saudi regime. But ultimately, as though, though Harry seems to believe otherwise, it's very it's impossible to stop people in power. Yeah, what I say isn't, you know, one of the Saudi family members isn't going to look at what I've said and go, he's right, you know, we should stop. We should, we should change yeah, the armor compasses. You don't know, maybe, maybe there is yeah. a Saudi royal. If a, if a Saudi royal is listening to this, what do you want to say to him? Change your country, mate. Not uh, mate, change, not agree, mate. I was going to say, change, change your country is a lot about that. Change I everything. Know. I don't think you're educated enough to speak about... The global politics. No, but I'm not an idiot. Well, all right, okay. That's debatable. Well, up next, we've got a couple of rumours to end today's show with. We've got two big ones, both involving Paris Saint-Germain, not owned by the Saudis, but instead owned by the Qataris. Oh, and they are also better. investing a lot of money. And they, uh, the first topic of conversation is actually a really interesting one because it's Kylian Mbappe. He wants to leave. Apparently, Kylian Mbappe Finally. wants to leave the club. His contract expires in 2024. He said he won't renew it. So for PSG, they've either got to convince him to stay or they've got to sell him because they don't want to lose him for they nothing. They won't convince him to stay. That's not going to happen. He's been Why not? Long they did enough. last time. Hasn't won a Champions League. Hasn't won anything. And if he's got any ambition, he'll leave. Because he knows Real Madrid is sitting there going, yes, mate, get over here. He'd be an idiot to stay. Mm. Again, money talks, but... I think if he has, uh, it, he wants to play for Real Sense. They are the favourites to sign him. There are a couple I other links. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him end up at Manchester United, which worries me. No. Why not? I, well, it depends if they get on with his main United uh, takeover. Well, it seems the Qataris are all but done, and that could be announced. Could be announced soon. So, But surely Mbappe looks at, looks at Real and goes... They bought in Bellingham, and with Mbappe, they will waltz the Champions League. Again, no money talks. Manchester United could offer Mbappe such a big. Mbappe is rich enough that his his footballing ambition. It doesn't matter though how rich you are; you still want money. But his goal, surely, as a young player growing up, I mean, 
I'm going to win the Champions League one day. Why can't you do that with Man United? Oh, because cause Man United are not going to win the Champions League. Why not? Not good enough. Yes, they are. <sighs> Man United no, can win a Champions no League. team with Fred in their midfield is ever going to win the Champions League. Okay, well, Fred doesn't start for them for oh, start. bench. And he's a good player. You're being disingenuous by suggesting that Manchester United couldn't win a Champions League, especially with Kylian Mbappe in that side. I don't think they will. A front three of Rashford, sorry, Mbappe, Rashford, Sancho is one of the best front threes in the world. What what appeal is it to him right now? You move to the Premier League, the most prestigious league in the world. You move to one of the biggest clubs in the world in Manchester United. You grow your personal image because you are playing for one of the biggest clubs in the world, one of the most global clubs in the world, a global entity in Manchester United. You are on a lot of money because you'll probably earn more there than you will at Real Madrid, especially given the fact that it, the Liga has a salary. It depends whether he's happy to wait again, because that's what he's done at PSG. He's waited years for chance, he's never got it. If he's happy to wait another few more years, because United aren't going to win it next year, and they won't Why win it not? Year. Because they they just won't. You seem they, to be no. so so submissive, not submissive. So, what's the right word? Look at the okay. Let's know. let's look look at the gap between Man City and Man United this year. And Mbappe yeah. doesn't bridge that gap at all. He goes a long way to do it. But also, Matt, winning the Champions League is very different to winning the league. And United may invest in more than just killing Mbappe. Oh, it's personal problem because for me. And don't get me wrong, Mbappe is a generational talent. But we are yet to see him in the Premier League. Right. And yes, he pummels in goals every single week in the league. If you are, if you actually suggest that Kylian Mbappe is struggling in the Premier League, I'm can gonna, you please I'm leave? Not say, I'm not, because that's just fucking no, bollocks. No, no, no. Like, are this you Rory Jennings? <laughs> it is disrespectful to the establishment. You haven't even finished. You haven't even finished. You know what I was going to say. Yes, I know exactly what I'm going to say. I know exactly what I'm going to say. I'm not saying he would struggle. Word for word, verbatim. But will he turn up in match week one and score a hat trick? Yes. No, he won't. No, yes. he won't. Yes, he will. He's worse than Haaland for me. He's much worse than Haaland. Nah. I, 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 don't get me wrong, I think Mbappe is world class. He's one of the best players but in the world. If you right didn't, now. I'm genuinely questioning no, no. how. But all I'm going to say is, is he's unproven in the Premier League. Such no, 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 no. I think he's overrated. You're, you're I think he's overrated. No, I this do. This is disrespectful. I do. I do. Yeah, I, I believe that you do, and I think you're chatting shy. No, I'm not chatting. I'm not, you are. But no, what I'm saying is, is I'm not, I'm not saying he's bad. I think he is probably the second best player in the world right now. I just think people overrate him. Okay, I think it's incredibly close between him and Haaland. I think to suggest that he was... It's not close. It's just incredibly close. close. Haaland's younger, no? No, same age. Or there's, or maybe there's a year in it, but, but it's does no... does it say something that Haaland, at the same age, has just scored 36 goals in the Premier League? 51 goals but in 51 I, games I, and Mbappe is still in league on. I think Mbappe would score the same. No. Yeah. No, no, no. 100%. No. 100%. Absolutely not. Mbappe's got... Okay, right. Haaland, he has everything. He has the height, power, pace, sh- you know, shooting, finishing, passing. He has everything. Mbappe okay. for me... Haaland's passing game is not as strong as Mbappe's. Mbappe for me can pass the football, he can shoot and he's fast. He doesn't have the aggression... Yes, he does. He doesn't have the strength for the... Have you... Uh, you're, no. Are you actually suggesting that Kylian Mbappe's not strong? 
No, Have you seen Queen the way strong. he shrugs off defenders? Yeah, because that's Nicholas Pelloy. No, it's not, though. He's done Ruben, it in the Champions League. Ruben he single-handedly has he? took PSG to a Champions League final in 2020. And they still lost to Bayern Munich. That Bayern Munich team was not better than that. Oh, yeah, that Bayern, that Bayern Munich team that won the sex people. Yeah, they were fucking shite, mate. Yeah, because look what at the German What are you saying? League. I could have won a German League. At, but... You actually chat so much shit. It's unbelievable. Okay, but when about he got to that Champions League final, didn't score a single goal. He didn't do anything. He can't be a one-man team constantly. Haaland's not done it by himself. They put chance on a plate for him. Don't get me wrong, Mbappe's been great for France in the World Cup. He's been Mate, sensational. In that Champions League, I yes. genuinely think he that Champions League final was the best individual performance World Cup final. in World in. I think Messi had an e- not equally good as game, but I think Mbappe, Messi said... It's just, it's just oh, the way yeah. that Mbappe single-handedly carried France on his shoulders. The fact he is such yeah, a good player. My thing, and they take it to PSG. Harlan, Harlan he has Neymar and Messi alongside of him. Harlan can't do that. Yeah, who have been stinking Harlan up the game. Harlan can do that. No, he can't. Yes, he can. Harlan can't change the game by himself. That's just a simple fact because Erling Haaland's a great finisher, but he cannot pick the ball up at the halfway line and take it the length of the pitch and score. He just can't. Give me one example of him doing that he in the Premier League Dortmund, this season. He, he did it in the door. Yeah, he, but you've, as you stated yourself, when selecting yeah. Bayern Munich, and the Germans are terrible. He's done it in the Champions League semi-finals. He's done it in the World Cup final. Stop suggesting that no. Kylian Mbappe is a bad footballer. What are you? I'm not. Saying, when you I, are. I never said that. I lit, I opened with. He is the second best player in the world. Yeah, and then proceeded to state that he would not score. Okay, how many do you think he'd score in the Premier League? How many how long get? 36. Yes. I think he gets. How many can get this year? 32. 30? No, 30 on the dot, I think. I think about he gets 30. 25, 30. Okay, so 30, 36. So what the, what's the difference? That's a big six goals. You, you actually just talk. We've, I'm we've not talking. You're, you, you are talking. <laughs> no, I'm not talking rubbish. How am I talking rubbish? I said he was second best to Haaland, and then I said he got six goals left, which means he's second best to Haaland. What have I said that's wrong okay, there? Okay, question. Would you take him at Chelsea? Well, yeah, I'm not. There we go. There no. we go. No, no, that's got nothing to do with what I'm saying, though. That's not, right. But I, no, I, was, I, was, I thought you might now, say no, in which case I was actually going to tell you to leave. If you said to me, it doesn't matter who the player is unless it's Neymar. Okay, if would you, you said, take Neymar? No. Why not? I don't. I, I, this is. We're not getting into this now. Well, he is. I don't think he's that good. Who? Hey, I don't well. think Neymar is very good. You actually. No, he hasn't got. Cannot he hasn't, be serious. No, but no footballer is world class if they haven't got the right mentality or attitude. I would say he's in the top five players of world football in the last decade. Let's move on to the game. Because that's just that's just a pure fact. Neymar's a magical player. But Mbappe linked with a lot of clubs. Where do you think he'll end up? Real. Chelsea. If he if he really if he, he actually cares about winning the Champions League, he will go to Real Madrid. Probably will. I'm not disputing because that. If he at joins all. This I just summer, know there's different options. If he joins this summer, they will win it this year. Could you see him go to Man City? Well yeah. A lot of people were talking about Haaland versus Mbappe, whether it was Haaland and Mbappe. Then and Man City just hated football. Everyone might as well leave football just leave it to Man City and Saudi. My only thing with Mbappe going to Real Madrid is that they don't have a striker then. Because Kylian Mbappe wants to play on the left, Vinicius wants to play on the left, Rodrigo wants to play on the right. That doesn't work. I, I think Mbappe has to accommodate himself. He has to be a big man. <laughs> well, he does. He has to grow up. Excuse me, Kylian. You've he got to be a big man. He can't expect to walk into Real and decide where he plays. Uh, I think he can. It doesn't matter who you are. I don't care who you are. 
Okay, so Ronaldo walks in. I uh, to any football club in the world during his prime, he te- he plays where he wants. He has to prove that. What do you mean he's got to prove that? He can't just walk in and go, oh, I'm playing there. Okay, well, he won't join if he's not given that, will he? If he wants to play on the left it, wing no. and he's not playing the well, left wing, Cristiano he'll Ronaldo. tell Florentino, no, Mbappe's the same. No, because he hasn't got a legacy. And? If you can go... Mate, Ronaldo at, what, 25 walks into Real Madrid and said, I'm playing on the left wing, deal with it. Yeah, but Mbappe's not 25. Not on the right wing. No, he's 24. And I don't think Mbappe was, and Ronaldo was 25. Was he was... 22, 22. But I think I, I don't think Mbappe is near Ronaldo at the same age. Really? Yes. Really? Again, because Ronaldo's in the Premier League from minute one. Apart from sporting, obviously. <laughs> from the day he was born. No, he wasn't. He got out the womb, bowling out for Manchester. He immediately proved himself in the Premier League. Mbappe, I think Premier Mbappe's League more than proved himself. No. Have you not watched a single competition this season? He hasn't proven something. The Champions League, the the, The uh, Premier League is the hardest competition in the world. No, I'd argue the Championship's harder, mate. Have you seen players struggle in the Champions League? That's what I'm saying. About that physicality. No. Harlan scores 30. Scarlett scores 70 goals in the Championship. So Mbappe scores 80? No, he doesn't. He does. He doesn't. He does. Because guess what? They'll put the ball in behind. He'll run, and everyone else will have a hamstring injury. He's offside. He'll just run past him. He's offside. You're telling me that like Tom Lockyer's catching up to him. I love Tom Lockyer. He's not. But what's going to happen then when he shoulder barges him? The man goes crying on the floor. They're going to laugh at him, call him rude names. You actually don't think Mbappe's got any physicality, do you? You do you do you just like follow? Do you play FIFA? No, because you're. Rating of footballers follows a similar ilk. Oh, Mbappe's yeah. just fast look and at, good at finishing. Look at the best centre half in the Premier League. Right? He's not got the same height as Haaland. He's not got the same aerial ability, but he's still look at a the magical. Best player, look at the best players in the Premier League right now. And also, Carl Walker catches up to him. Okay, okay. Ruben Diaz pushes him no. off the ball. Target Silver marks out the game. Who's better, Messi or Ronaldo? Messi. Oh, but he's short. He's not got the physicality. He's not he's, a striker, though. He's not, he can't jump. He's not a striker. No. Mbappe's not. He's a winger. Mbappe can't do it all, though. Neither can Messi. Yes, he can. Tell Messi to play at right oh, back. He's getting Messi can do everything. No, he couldn't. Not right now. Okay, stick him in goal. Let's have a field day. Chip Messi over his head. Messi can get 30 goals and 30 assists every single year in his prime. So could Mbappe. No, he doesn't get 30 assists. He gets 60 goals. Same amount of contributions. No, he doesn't. This Why is outrageous. Not? This is outrageous. Also, Prime Messi scored like 71 goals. I want to move on. Yeah, I want to as well. It's painful listening to you talk. Up next, Lee Kang in. He's going to PSG. He is, of course, for £20 million. I think that's an absolute bargain. But it also represents the first Man City, the first PSG signing, actually, that makes any sense. It's like it's actually a smart bit of business. Yeah. Potentially a change of direction for the club. I think if they get the right manager in, they can definitely do something with that. I and Bappe, that's £150 million to reinvest. They're already going to bring in players like Lee Kang in. We've seen Asensio joining on a free. I think they're starting to build a decent side. I mean, for Lee, it was a choice between PSG or Aston Villa. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, so well, congrats on Lee Kang in. I think he's a yeah. brilliant player. He'll do well. Yeah, obviously we saw him live when we all cried. I thought he's by far the best player on the pitch. Doesn't have the game's nil-nil, but... It didn't help, there. but you could still see flashes of brilliance. And if he's playing yeah. in a side like PSG, where he could should be given more chances to create and better players to create chances for, well, he'll do really well. 
Yeah. But yeah, I think that rounds up today's podcast. It's been a highly debate-heavy podcast. It has been all right. I think there's some moments I think will be difficult to follow. But ultimately, I think it's been a good conversation. Hopefully, you guys at home have enjoyed today's podcast. And if you, as, he, as Harry shouted, if you want to get involved, get involved in the comments down below. Keep the conversation going. And yeah, if you're new around here, make sure to leave a like and subscribe as we're looking to try and hit 2,500 subscribers this year. If you're listening on Spotify, then either head on over to YouTube and give your feedback there or follow any of our socials at the football chat or at underscore the football chat underscore on Instagram to leave some feedback there. That is all from us today, though. Thank you all very much for watching or listening, and we'll see you next time. See ya.